2: Okay, here we go. It's great to have you in. Sorry for the delay. Technical difficulties. I'm sure we've all been there. Uh, it's great to have you in. Mike Guido here with you. It's Guido's Gridiron Blitz on the Landry Football Podcast Network. Uh, Matt catarizolo joining me as always. Matt, you can hear me, but I'm not coming through your headset, which is uh, troubling, at least right now. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, then that's fine. We'll deal with it we'll deal with it. (laughs) Oh, these damn technical difficulties. Um, (laughs) but it is great to have you in Matt. How are you, buddy?
1: Doing good, bro. How are you?
2: I'm good. I'm sure you're, uh, freaking out because Kenny Galladay isn't a giant yet.
1: I don't, I don't know what's going on, man. I really don't. I haven't, I haven't. Miss Schuster went back to the Steelers. So took a huge pay cut. Apparently.
2: I don't get it. I guess the Jets were just like, now screw you. He turned down Baltimore and the Chiefs. I read. The Chiefs were offering him money. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs were. Okay. So they cut both of their tackles so that they could sign another wide receiver. Oh um, my
1: goodness. One year, $8 million deal to stay in Pittsburgh. So one year, eight. Oh my God. That's wow. Okay. Um,
2: Yeah, Juju kind of got screwed on that one. Um, Okay, but before we begin, as always, Guido's Gridiron Blitz is sponsored by American Betting Experts, one of the largest licensed sports and casino vendors in the United States. What we've done, we we have teamed together, there we go, to provide special gaming offers to all Landry Football followers and podcast listeners. So, here's what you do. You go to our website, LandryFootball.com, that is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad that's located in the upper right side of the page. Pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state, such as BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, PointsBet, all those. You sign up and instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. Let me repeat that. $100 to $1,000 in an account deposit match or a risk-free bet. It's that easy. Again, go to uh, LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad located on the upper right side of the page. And get in on the action with a special offer from American Betting Experts. That is American Betting Experts. Okay, um, plenty of stuff to cover today, Matt. Uh, so, I, I before we get into any free agency stuff, because I know that that's what everybody wants to talk about right now. Uh, Juju Smith Schuster signed. Obviously, the uh, the Broncos reached a big uh, a big deal with their safety, Justin Simmons. Uh, there's plenty of stuff to go over today, but. Um, I want to begin with Deshaun Watson. So these allegations are serious. They're not something to be taken lightly. You know, I, there are a lot of people that saying the timing is convenient. I don't, again, I don't want to jump to any conclusions or anything like that. Um, but how, what are you taking right now from this Deshaun Watson situation? Is it going to affect? Whether or not he's traded for, does it affect his price? The, what is your What are your thoughts? Your whole thing on what's going on with Deshaun Watson right now?
1: Well, you know, I thought when you and I spoke yesterday, you brought up a really interesting point, and everyone's, you know, kind of controversial takes on the timing and what have you do seem a little fishy. But I think you put it best by saying that, just hypothetically, if people are, you know, conspiring that this is. The Texans organization behind this, you know, just connecting the dots between uh, the lawyer representing the the alleged victims and his relation His is I think he's the neighbor of of, neighbor of Cal McNair. Yeah. People are starting to connect some dots. And I think that when you said yesterday that why would the Texans want to do this to hurt the value of their own asset? Because we've known, the writing's been on the wall that Deshaun Watson wants out of Houston. It's not a secret. He came out and said that he won't play another snap for the Houston Texans. So that's not a secret anymore. These aren't just ideas that people are kind of gathering from, you know, signs around around the league and the organization. So one thing to keep in mind is why would the Texans want to devalue their own player? Devalue their own player by by putting out these incredibly serious, you know, allegations against him. Right. Uh, Watson's agent tweeted out earlier this morning, uh, just to sort of clarify the whole situation. uh, David, David Mulighetta tweeted that sexual assault is real. Victims should be heard. Offenders prosecuted. Individuals fabricate stories in pursuit of financial gain. Often their victims should be heard. And those offenders also prosecuted. I simply hope we keep this same energy with the truth. So yeah, there are a lot of moving parts to this. Now, Every sing- every day since the first, you know, accuser came forward, there have been more. So I think now the total is up to about six. I think it's about six uh, alleged victims that have come forward about Deshaun Watson. Yeah. So as yeah, as of an hour ago, uh, four more women have come forward. So the total number of accusers is now at seven. So this is really accelerating fast. Yeah. That's the thing that's
2: weird to me too, is that usually when things like this happen, right, they don't happen this rapidly. I mean, you're literally getting multiple women in the, like in the past few days, you're getting multiple women within hours of each other saying, Oh yeah, it was me too. It was me too. It was me too. And listen, like I said, I don't want to draw any incomplete conclusions because that's exactly what they are. They're incomplete conclusions. Um, but it is funny how that's going on. And and one of the things that, you know, I brought up the other day was I, I just, I know people who work in Houston, okay? I know people who have talked closely with Deshaun Watson. I know people who have interviewed Deshaun Watson. Like, uh, I know that. And based on everything that I've seen myself without any sources and f- what they've seen, Like, you just can't imagine. Now, it doesn't mean that it's not possible, but you just can't imagine that Deshaun Watson is a guy that would do that. Like, Deshaun Watson's a good person. He's a good locker room guy, right? I mean, the the guy's a poster child for winning in, in, you know, and how you should play the game of football. I mean, Deshaun Watson is is a pretty darn good role model. If you're speaking about role models in the NFL, the guy's a a, a clean slate. But, you know, I I don't... I don't know, Matt. I, I just, first of all, I think the conspiracy is is way out there. When when people were bringing that up of you know maybe the Texans are behind it, it's it's the neighbor of Cal McNair. I'm just like, okay, you can you know connect some dots, but like that's a really far fetched thing to go after. Because again, like you're 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 devaluing your own asset. Why on God's green earth would you try to do that? But it also got me thinking what team in the nfl honest to god what team in the nfl would trade for deshaun watson if the texans know or i'm sorry if if everybody knows that deshaun watson will not no matter the circumstances take another snap for the houston texans who would trade for him like who what team in the nfl in their right mind would give up assets to get deshaun watson if the net, like the, the likelihood that he plays this, sna- the next net for your team is just like, is, is greater than it is that he'll play a snap for the Texans just because he said he won't do it. So who would give up assets? So it brought up in my mind, well, if the Texans know that maybe it increases the willingness of people because maybe they're not getting offers That they want. So is this maybe a ploy to get something? You know what I mean? Like, is that going to increase the number of phone calls because the teams are going to know that the price is going to be lower because of this? Yeah. I mean, it falls in the conspiracy
1: category, but (laughs) the Texans are a messed up organization right now. What do you want me to tell you? Yeah, I mean, there's a listen. There's a, there's a bunch of different angles that people could say just oh, just just in in terms of like of the football perspective. But right now, this this is not about football. This is about Deshaun Watson and these really serious allegations against him. So, I mean, in the coming days, I'm sure we're going to learn more information. This whatever happens, this is not this this already turned an ugly couple of weeks for Deshaun Watson, even uglier so it's it's very sad to see because the 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 life of Deshaun Watson one year ago to right now has just done a complete 180 and i i you know it's it's tough to see for someone that the entire league was rooting for you like you said he's extremely likable he's never had a blemish off the field even from when he was at clemson you know it's it's just it's very sad even if these aren't true just to see people try to you know slander his name like this. But again, you have to take these allegations seriously. And there's nothing that should be written off immediately. So
2: there's nothing there. There's nothing there.
1: Yeah. And then you take action on the other side, but you do
2: act, you do have to investigate and make sure that there's nothing there. Just do your due diligence. Like that's, that's really the big thing. So the NFL got involved and now they're investigating and all of that.
1: Yeah. The NFL is officially investigating Watson as of yesterday.
2: I don't know. I don't know what they're going to find. I mean, it, again, it, listen, this could all be
1: true. I have no idea. It's but it's accelerating at an alarming rate, which is the part that. Does is, that scare you or does that make it seem a little bit more fishy? A little bit of, a little bit of both maybe, but I, I mean, I don't know. I, I think just shock is what me and probably most people have been feeling just from an outside perspective. It's hard to imagine that, you know, even one of these cases, but now it's up to seven. I mean, one is hard. Like athletes tend to get the benefit of the doubt in these type of, you know, in these type of cases, especially when their character doesn't match to it like Deshaun Watson. But now that the number is as high as seven, that makes it all the more, you know, I don't want to say interesting, because interesting is not really the right word, but it makes it all the more, yeah, like you said, all the more scary. It's just, it's odd. It's very odd.
2: I don't know. It's, it's, it is pretty crazy. You think, um, do you just flat out? Do you think Deshaun Watson
1: eventually gets traded? Traded? No. Cut? Maybe, maybe now. You think they cut Deshaun Watson? Like, okay. This is
2: true about Deshaun Watson. His NFL career is probably over. That's what I'm saying. So, but if it isn't all this, well, here's the thing, Matt, like you got to think about the times that we're living in now, right? Where cancel culture is at a premium and the hypersensitivity of society rules all public, you know, public relation. So. Even if this stuff isn't true about Deshaun Watson, I mean, is he going to have a tough time? Because, you know, uh, and and, uh, honestly, we have no idea how long it could take for us to reach a resolution to this. So we could all, we could be wondering this for years, you know, like anything could change. So our team's just going to say, is the NFL just going to say, ah, I'm going to back away
1: like only, I only time will tell. That's the thing.
2: I mean, he's a top five quarterback in the NFL top four in my opinion.
1: Yeah. I, th- like I said but earlier, this is, this is going to play out very ugly. That was, that was the thing that
2: a lot of people were saying was that it was just like, it was almost too convenient. Everybody was just like, Oh, come on. Like as soon as they, as soon as they heard it, they were to say, okay, like uh, timing, a little yeah. bit like it just I don't know. It's pretty it's pretty crazy, but okay. Uh let's move on. So um you know, I, I, I want to talk about the Jets for a minute. Um, because they've made some moves in free agency so far. Corey Davis, uh Carl Lawson. Uh they've signed they signed Keelan Cole yesterday.
1: Good sign, What's that? I like the Ke- the Keelan Cole signing also.
2: I think he can line him up in at tight end or wide receiver so I think that's a good signing too. Yeah. Um they've made some moves here and they were in the market for Juju Smith-Schuster. They obviously didn't get him. Um they probably just didn't like what they heard if Juju took a 1-year, 8 million dollar deal to go back to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I have no idea, you know, what possibly could have been offered to him. Maybe he just wants to hit the open market again a year from now. But uh, I I am I'm wavering. Now on the whole quarterback situation, mm-hmm. because and again, people, you know, sometimes you know, I've gotten crap from my friends that say, just like, oh my god, your 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 opinions on things shift, like your your predictions shift. I'm just like, well, yeah, if I receive new information, then yeah, my opinion's going to shift a little bit. Okay, Greg Cosell told, I believe, I could be wrong. I, I believe he told like Ross Tucker or or somebody like that, right? He said that the people that he's talked to that are close to the Jets are saying that the likelihood is that they'll keep Sam Darnold and they won't draft a quarterback at number two. And when that came out, and then I heard that they were going after Juju Smith-Schuster, former USC teammates, I was thinking, maybe that's true because if they were going to sign Juju, there's at least some sort of a connection there. and it might elevate Darnold's play. So, what do you think? <laughs> it's it's so, again, this is the question of the offseason. It doesn't matter. Look, Dak Prescott got signed. That's over. Okay? Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson getting traded. That's all up in the ether somewhere. The offseason, the question of the offseason is what the Jets are going to do with the number two pick. That's my question for the, that's the off season right there. That's it. That's what matters. What do you think they do?
1: Yeah. I I thought the same thing. You know, when I heard that the jets were talking to Juju Smith Schuster, I I put two and two together in my mind and I said, okay, you know what? If they reunite Sam Darnold and Juju from their days at USC, there's no way that they move off of him, especially this year. But now that he ended up taking less money to stay in Pittsburgh for whatever reason. I mean, listen, sometimes you just want to play somewhere and you want to stay where you were drafted. That's totally fine. Pittsburgh is, is a, is a great organization. They have a great roster. They brought big Ben back at least for another year. So they're going to, they're trying to do something there in the time frame that they can. So that's fine. I, I don't, I don't blame Juju for wanting to, to stay in Pittsburgh. Right now with the Jets, I think you're exactly right. Sam Darnold could be the single most important, and this is before before all these Deshaun Watson allegations came out because now that changes everything. So I think that Sam Darnold could possibly be considered the most pivotal figure in this NFL offseason because think about this. No matter what they do with the number two overall pick, right, there have been trade rumors surrounding Sam Darnold before the draft. Right? There, are still, there, there have been trade rumors to, to teams like Washington. There have been trade rumors to teams like San Francisco, Chicago, even though they signed Andy Dalton. There's a lot of potential landing spots that people want to see Sam Darnold go. And in any trade packages, he would be centered around that with maybe a draft pick or two coming back to the Jets. So if they keep Sam Darnold, they either trade back from the number two overall pick they draft a dynamic weapon whatever they could do a million things but you're right it's the the pendulum will swing one way or another when the jets decide definitively if they're staying with sam or if they're going to move on now if they stay with sam and they also draft a quarterback at number 2 kind of like what the eagles are a little are slated to do with the 6 overall pick because they're not verbally committing to jalen hurts they're not i i Howie Roseman said yesterday that they're gonna look places for a quarterback, and he named the NFL draft as one of those places. So they trade Carson Wentz to the Indianapolis Colts, right? Get pennies back for him, and they have to roll with Jalen Hurts now. That doesn't mean that they're stuck with Jalen Hurts. This is sixth overall pick. One of those big one of those high high prospect quarterbacks is gonna be there, whether it's Lance or Fields or you know Mac Jones or even Wilson, one of them is gonna be there when the Eagles select. So don't be surprised if the, if the if the the Jets also draft a guy like Zach Wilson at the second overall pick. I don't think that's completely out of the question, but obviously with keeping Darnold, it's a little less likely. So maybe all the free agent signings are trying to keep a good roster around whoever will be the quarterback. Maybe they create some competition. I don't know. They they might not even know either. But it's 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 a very interesting dynamic to see how it's going to play out in the next month before the draft comes. So if you look at the Jets wide receiver depth
2: chart right now, Corey Davis, Denzel Mims, Jamison Crowder, and Keeling Cole. Yeah, I, It's not a terrible that. group. No. It's not a terrible group. It's not an amazing group, but it's not a terrible group, okay? You also got Chris Herndon at tight end who's shown flashes of being a pretty decent player. So, you know, there is that. Uh, they have zero semblance of a running game. Um, and their offensive line is not great, but it's improving. Mackay Beckton's
1: a really that, solid. That's something. Line. That's something I was shocked at that they didn't acquire. The US, so yeah. the agency. I thought they were going to make a hard push for Joe Tooney. I really thought they were going to do that. And have we heard anything about possible pickups for Mitchell Mitchell Schwartz and and, and Eric Fisher? Nothing. Oh, right. That's yeah. odd. That's weird to me.
2: Yeah, maybe the injury for Eric, F- I, I'm assuming that Mitchell Schwartz will probably get signed. Eric Fisher might like his injury might be might bad yet. as in like he's not coming back the same. Well, I don't know. I don't know, but, but you're right. Uh, I You haven't heard anything for, about them, but uh, I was thinking about this. If the Jets, let's say the Jets weren't to not draft a quarterback and let's say they trade back Carolina trades up or, or something like that and the Jets fall back to number eight or something okay what do they take like do they take a wide receiver like Waddle or Jamar Chase or somebody like that those might those guys might be out of the realm do they take Kyle Pitts like what's their option because I don't think like they don't need a corner enough to snag Patrick Sertan at number eight. like I don't think that they need Micah Parsons at number eight. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean Penny Sewell if you're gonna draft an like if you're gonna draft an offensive tackle that high, you got to put him at left tackle yeah. right
0: like,
2: Penny Sewell's a left tackle. you're not moving Mikay Beckton. so what do you do? Like, if you're the Jets and you've got that number two, what if you don't move the number two pick and you don't want to take a quarterback, then what do you do? Like, this is a decision that I think a lot of people are saying because I I think it's too easy for us to sit here in a studio or wherever we are, for us to sit here and say, you know what, it's just as easy for the Jets to trade the number two pick. Like, maybe it's not. Like, (laughs) maybe the Jets have been trying to trade the number two pick and they're just like, we're not getting any bites because they know we don't want to take a quarterback and like i don't know plus you have to also have to keep in mind deshaun watson is weighing heavy in this because carolina is pushing for deshaun watson so they might not want to trade up to number two because it's like why would we give you all the assets for number two we're trying to get deshaun watson like that's that's part of it too the eagles are jumping into the uh conversation for deshaun watson like there are a lot of teams. Detroit, I'm sure, is gonna uh, want to be in there. Denver, right now right now, looks like they might be the favorite for Deshaun Watson. A mm-hmm. hey, San Francisco, teams like Washington, like these teams are gonna be in, but it's like the the Jets wouldn't trade back all the way to 19, but they could trade back to nine. Like I'm yeah. sure they wouldn't want to trade outside of the top 10, but th- it just gets me thinking, like, what the hell? Do the Jets do if they don't take a quarterback? Would they take a, you know, would they take Kyle Pitts? Would they take
1: Devontae Smith? Like, what would they do? Yeah, I, I think I think Kyle Pitts is the one outlier. I feel like any team outside of obviously, Jacksonville taking Lawrence outside of any team that isn't ja, that isn't the Jaguars. If Kyle Pitts is there and he's available, you take him. If you don't need a if you don't need a quarterback. So he can go, I've seen him go as high as third. I've seen him go as low as 15th. I've I've seen Kyle Pitts all over the first round, but it would shock me if he made it out of the first seven. But to your point, I do feel like the Jets are going to swing the momentum of the draft pretty drastically, no matter what they do. If they stay at number two, they don't need a quarterback if they're committing to Darnold. If they draft a quarterback, then that prevents a quarterback from going to another quarterback needy team. There, there's so many like ripple effects and and butterfly effects that happen just starting with the Jets, even if they stay at number two or if they don't. You know, yeah. so that prevents one of the high prospect quarterbacks from going to a quarterback needing team like like a Carolina, like a Denver. You know, and and it's something about Denver, Denver is. Right now, if let's say they, they miss out on Deshaun Watson, okay, the Bears just cut Kyle Fuller, right, to create cap space. I want the Cowboys to get him so bad. But listen, listen, listen to this. I saw I saw an interesting Twitter thread today that highlighted some of this. So the Bears cut Kyle Fuller. Mm-hmm. The Denver Broncos with Vic Fangio. He was the the DC of that 2018 defense. Yeah. Okay? that was held back by Trubisky, right? They had a great roster, they had a great record, but they were held back by Trubisky. Okay? He's seen what it's like for great defense to flounder under subpar quarterbacks. Yeah. So, are the Broncos I if I'm Kyle Fuller and I see a Broncos secondary with Justin Simmons, Bryce Callahan, you have Ron- Chubb and Von- Chubb and Ronald Darby, Chubb and Von Miller off the edges. You have Jerry Judy, you have KJ Hamler, you have Noah Fant, Cortland Sutton, you have Melvin Gordon in the backfield. Garrett Bowles had a great season. Is Vic Fangio going to try to make an aggressive move for a quarterback to prevent what happened in Chicago from happening now with him in Denver? A win now rostered, a win now roster stifled by subpar quarterback play? That's why I don't see Drew Locke being the quarterback. of the the Broncos next year, whether it's through a draft or if they do land Watson. I don't know. It's a weird little domino effect I I I I,
2: I completely agree with you. I I think if there's a team that has a sense of urgency for the quarterback position, it should be Denver. Mm -hmm. Because not only is their roster really good and their quarterback isn't, but look at the quarterbacks that are in their division. Mahomes, Herbert. Mahomes, Herbert. Herbert, and Derek Carr. I mean, Those are three arguably top 10 guys in the whole league. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? you, you know, Herbert's going to to continue to progress. He might end up being ridiculous. And Derek Carr has been a stable quarterback Solid. for yeah. years. I mean, the guy's completion percentage is like 70%. Like the guy's good. Tough as nails. And, and the Broncos are, you know, putting around with Drew Lockett quarterback who, you know, dances and, acts like a cocky SOB and you know, he threw more picks the touchdowns last year. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm just, I don't know, um, but you're hundred percent right. You're hundred percent right. Maybe they grab Kyle Fuller so they don't have to worry about corner in the draft. Then they're
1: they comfortable trading they their first round pick. They get Deshaun Watson. And there you go. They released AJ Boye too. Right. They have a need. It's a hole you can fill. Yeah. Kyle Fuller is an elite cornerback. Yeah, really good. Top Mm -hmm. 10 in the league, without a doubt. Young, too. So we'll see. (sighs) Boy,
2: oh boy, oh boy. All right, so I want to play this out really quick. So we're talking about the Jets, their number two pick. Okay. Trevor Lawrence goes number one to the Jags. Okay. We know that for a minute. Number two is the Jets. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have the mock draft machine up right now. What who goes number two to the Jets? Does it get traded?
1: Does what happens? The most likely scenario, I think, I believe that the Jets will stay at the number two pick. And I honestly think that they'll draft a guy like Devontae Smith or Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase. I think they're going to ride with Darnold. And in order to do that, you need to surround him with as many weapons as possible. So I don't think they're done adding weapons to that offense. So I say that they draft another dynamic weapon with the number two overall pick.
2: Okay. So then let's play let's play this game for a minute. Okay. Out of the teams in the top ten, let's figure out who would take Kyle Pitts and who wouldn't take Kyle Pitts. Right? Because he's gonna that's that's I think a key here. The Jets, you and I both agree, would take him. Right. Right. If they don't take a quarterback, that's their best that's their best option, is Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. Um would the Dolphins take Kyle Pitts? I yeah. don't think they would.
1: I think they would. I don't think so. I definitely think they would.
2: I think they would take one of the special wide receivers before they take Kyle Pitts. Okay. Because again, I- I Mike Kasicki <laughs> is
1: and and I get it. Kyle Pitts is more than just a tight end. I, I I get that whole thing.
2: That's
1: my thing. I don't think any I don't think any team really in the first round thinks or views Kyle Pitts as a pure tight end. I, I think he has more high upside as you know a a hybrid Darren Waller type guy. So I don't think there's any I team think the Darren
2: Waller. I think he's more athletic than Darren Waller.
1: <sighs> Darren Waller's a pretty athletic guy, man.
2: I think Kyle Pitts. Day one in the NFL is better than than Darren Waller.
1: Day one in the NFL, okay. Day one in the NFL. I think it depends. I, where, I think it depends where he goes, but
2: I I think it could be. I think it could also. But if you're asking me, Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts is like, how would I see him? Kyle Pitts is almost. I would say he has a mixture between like Zach Ertz and Julio Jones. Like that's who he is. If you fuse those two guys, that's who he is.
1: That is a that is quite the football specimen right there.
2: All right, would the Falcons take him?
1: Yeah, they 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 restructured Matt Ryan so they're bringing him back. They don't need a quarterback. So yeah, I think so. Cincinnati even though they desperately need help on defense. Oh,
2: my God. Atlanta's in a terrible spot because yeah. there's not a good defensive player in this
1: whole draft, and that's exactly
2: what they need. And they have the four.
1: Don't be, don't be surprised if
2: they take Micah Parsons at four. Don't be, I wouldn't be surprised either. I wouldn't be surprised if they did something like that.
1: Or if they traded back and still took Parsons.
2: Yeah. Right.
1: All right. Would the Bengals take him? Yes even though they would be fools to draft anyone else besides Penny Sewell if he's available. Is there any team in the top
2: 10 that wouldn't take him? Maybe Denver wouldn't take him because they have no offense.
1: Any team in the top 10? Uh, I think the Cowboys would. I don't think the Cowboys would. There's no no way they spend another first-round pick on an offensive player, especially when they didn't have to last year. I disagree. No. I think if Jerry Jones sees Kyle Pitts – Dude, I'm telling
2: you, if Jerry Jones sees Kyle Pitts at number 10, you don't think
1: he's at least going to think about it? I don't care if the Cowboys if the Cowboys traded for Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. They're not winning games with that defense. It's not happening. They're taking Farley or Sertan, and you're going to deal with it. You get it? Good. Moving on. I don't want Farley or Sertan. You're getting Farley or Sertan. It's done. It's done. If they're both there, which they will be. Moving on. So we said Jaguars, no. Jets, Jets, would, Dolphins, you said no. I said yes. Falcons, we both said yes. Bengals, I said yes. Did you say yes?
2: I think the Bengals would take him if Penny Sewell was off the board. If Penny Sewell was on the board, the Bengals better take Penny Sewell.
1: Okay, yeah, I I think if if it's if Penny Sewell is there, I I think the Bengals wise up because last year should have given them you know a heart attack with Burrow going down, so they want (laughs) to. I know it doesn't happen again. Uh, Okay, sixth is Philly. Philly, I think they would take Pitts. I think they would too. I definitely would too. I think they would probably
2: focus a little bit more on the wide receiver side, but Mm -hmm. if if Kyle Pitts is there, they'll think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Detroit, so, I don't know.
1: That's uh, they do have
2: Hawkinson, TJ Hawkinson, but they're losing they, Mark Jones and Kenny Galladay. So they again, that's one of those situations where I don't know if they would take Kyle Pitts, but they would take a receiver. They we, would take Waddle. They would take Jamar Chase. They would take one of those guys.
1: well that's the thing: would they take them over Pitts? I think that's a tough. That's a tough question.
2: God, I don't know.
1: Listen, I would say, I would say I, they, would, they would look more for uh, a vertical, dynamic receiver like a Chase or a Waddle or a Smith before Pitts, because it's it's problem. it's about scheme. It's about scheme fitting, also. I you agree. Know? So, yeah, um, that's a toss-up, but I don't think so. Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Carolina
2: would take them, but they really want a quarterback.
1: Carolina uh, uh, wants a quarterback. Yeah, but I think if he's there. um, If every
2: single quarterback is off the board, I think that the Panthers would take Kyle Pitts. But
1: Fields, Wilson, Lawrence, and Lance are all gone in the first eight.
2: If, yes, if, if Lawrence, Wilson, Fields, and Lance are
1: all gone, by the time the Panthers pick at eight, they'll pick. They would take Kyle Pitts if he was there. Schefter did say that you can take it to the bank that four quarterbacks will be taken in the top eight, uh, the top seven. Schefter said that Schefter said,
2: okay, wait a minute. So Schefter said that you can take it to the bank that four QBs are going to go in the top seven. Has that ever happened?
1: Hold on. I'll literally find it right now.
2: Has that, I mean, that's insane. And listen, I like all of these quarterbacks. Like, I love Trey Lance. I really do. I love Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. I like Justin Fields. I like Zach Wilson. I, I obviously I love Trevor Lawrence. But I, that's crazy. Okay, so let's so let's try to find that. Okay, so Schefter says, okay, this is this is a new version of Simon Says, even though it isn't really. Where did I drop my pen? I always try I drop my pen every day. Get it together, man. I don't understand. It's unbelievable. Um, Come on, man. But okay, so let's play that game. Schefter says it might. It
1: was. It was either Schefter or Rappaport. All right. So either one. I mean, they're both incredibly reliable. So yeah, but they've been tweeting like crazy for the past couple of days. It's gonna take me forever.
2: I really wonder what would. Okay, so Trevor Lawrence goes to the Jaguars, that's obvious. We know that. So we got six places to put three quarterbacks. Yeah. But that could also include a trade-up, mm-hmm. right? That could. So the two most important players in this offseason are Sam Darnold and Deshaun Watson. Right. Easily. Easily, because they are going to determine everything. And if we get an answer on, on Watson, it might make things a little bit easier.
1: Okay. So this is, this is, uh, this is a quote directly from Adam Schefter from, uh, Dov Kleeman. He's a reporter on NFL news for, yeah, uh, yeah, he's an independent reporter. Adam Schefter says that four quarterbacks will be selected within the first six or seven picks of the NFL draft 2021 quote. There'll be four quarterbacks taken in the first six or seven picks of the draft. Take that to the bank. So that's a quote from Schefter. Okay, so let's mock it out.
2: Lawrence to the Jags. Jets two.
1: Wilson. I'll take, Wil- uh, so I'll take Wilson to the Jets at two then.
2: Okay. Zach Wilson goes to the Jets. Mm-hmm. Miami will take a she- wide receiver or something like that. Jamar Chase probably, right? Mm-hmm. I would think so. Jamar Chase goes to the Dolphins. Atlanta. Pittsburgh. I don't. Th- I agree. With- I don't think they take a quarterback. Matt Ryan
1: is still good. I don't think they take a quarterback either. I say. They, I say they draft Pitts. because they got oh. they have Ridley and Julio. Why would they take Waddle or, or, or Smith? That's basically the same thing. Cincinnati takes Penny Sewell. I would think so.
2: Okay. <sighs> Philadelphia Eagles. Are they taking a quarterback? Or are they taking one? Taking a wide receiver? Well, we're
1: already at six. We already are. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're already at six. So I, I mean, do they fall in love with Lance? Maybe. Lance or Fields.
2: So does that mean that by the time Carolina gets to the gets to the eighth pick, there's going to be nobody freaking left?
1: Dude, the top ten Carolina
2: is going to have the eighth pick in the draft, and they won't be able to get a quarterback unless they trade
1: up. The top ten this year is going to be the most like. Dramatic top yeah, ten. It, it's ever. gonna be it's gonna be the most like unpredictable top ten ever. I yeah. still I still say there that the t- two teams most likely to trade up for a quarterback are Carolina and Denver. So they could trade up into the they could both trade up into the top five. I, I had I, a theory. I, I see them both both doing that. You're gonna you're gonna like this.
2: Mm-hmm. So I had a theory that the number nine pick for the Denver Broncos. Will go to the Houston Texans in a Deshaun Watson trade. Then
1: the pick goes to the Texans for the for Deshaun Watson. Okay.
2: Then the Deshaun Watson, the 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 Texans would take the number nine pick and trade up to number two.
1: Okay, so so okay, l- let me just see if I got this straight. So so the Den- so Denver and. and- Texans make a deal for Watson that includes at least the the ninth overall pick this year. Yeah. Then the Texans trade with the Jets to get to the number two overall pick. Yes. Dude, my my head would explode if that
2: happened. What? So, here's the other possibility, though. What if Deshaun Watson gets traded to the Jets and that's just it? If Deshaun Watson gets traded to the Jets... That means, and here's the thing, if Deshaun Watson gets traded to the Jets, this is another question we have to ask, will Sam Darnold be included in that deal, and if he is, will the Texans not take a quarterback because they have Sam Darnold?
1: I think any team that decides to trade for Watson, the package has to include a quarterback. I think that's got to have Drew Locke in it. It's. De- I, I would. I said it for every team. If it was Denver, it would be Drew Locke. If it was San Francisco, Jimmy G would have to go. If it was the Jets, it'd be Sam Darnold. Carolina, and- it'd have to be Teddy Bridgewater. Exactly. So I've been saying that the Jets are in no better position to trade for Watson because there's a lot of people in the league or in around the league that still believe in Darnold. Maybe the Texans are one of those teams. But if not, they still had the second overall pick. So they, they have two insurance policies. If the Texans make a deal with the Jets – They have Darnold, and then they have a quarterback. They could take it to. dude. I'm gonna have a migraine. This is insane. (laughs) What's gonna happen? What is gonna happen? We don't know. The NFL
2: draft is still like a month and a week away, or so. Yeah,
1: it's usually it's usually on my birthday every year. This year, it's a couple days later, dude. uh, Like, uh, and forget like this is just the top ten. Think about the other 22 picks that have to be made. Wow. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. I'm stoked. I'm so excited. I am excited. So, and The amount of, the amount of new – the amount of teams that are going to have new starting quarterbacks next year is going to be so exciting. Jacksonville, probably Carolina, wa- maybe even Washington. There's so many. Houston, there's going to be so many teams that have different starting quarterbacks next year. And then paired with all the free agent – action that's been happening. This will be a whole new league next year. You think Kenny Galladay ends up with the giants. I really hope so, man. I really hope so. And and you know what, you know, what's what's as exciting, but also equally as troubling is what the hell is taking so long. He's been at the giants facility now for like 15, 16 hours. It was supposed to be an, I know it was an overnight visit, So he got there. He arrived at the Giants facility last night. And as of like two hours ago, he's still there. Okay. So let's going through what has happened so far with with Kenny Galladay. He got a one-year offer from Cincinnati. Yeah. He got, uh, before he left to go to East Rutherford to meet with the Giants, he came from Chicago meeting with Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy. Right. Okay. So they couldn't have offered him a deal that blew him away because he left to go meet with the giants. Correct. Okay. It just came out this morning that Baltimore reached out to his agent. Baltimore is, doesn't have a ton of cap space. The giants don't have a ton of cap space either, but the thing well, with the giant, the giants, what they, what they are still yet to do this is going to create and free up more money is restructure. Nate Soldier's contract, which they came out and said that they were going to do. They also made a bunch of cuts. Yeah. So, Ultimately, do I think Kenny Galladay ends up as a giant? Completely unbiased opinion. I do. I really do think he ends up as a giant because he's come out and said he wants, there's mutual interest. He said he wants to play in New York and has been pushing that since the start of free agency. Yeah. And on top of that, when free agency began, everyone was saying that he's like an 18, 20 million dollar a year receiver. Apparently, the market value for him is like 12 to 14 million. And so I don't know, man. But another thing about it is, does it like, I don't know. Do you kind of question a little bit why he's still available when guys like Juju and Corey Davis and Will Fuller have already signed elsewhere? I mean, wouldn't even
2: those guys didn't, didn't get massive deals? I mean, Will Fuller signed a one-year deal.
1: Well, yeah, yeah cool. one-year deal. Corey Davis, I think, got a three-year. What was it? $45, $40 million dollar deal, something like that.
2: Like three years, like thirty something. I thought Curtis Daniel <laughs> got three years, thirty something. Like. But Kenny, I'm not getting, they're not massive deals for these guys. Kenny Galladay might be holding out for a massive offer and he
1: might not get one. That's what I'm saying. So if he's willing to settle for less money than maybe his initial presumed market value would be, yeah, I I think he would go with the Giants.
2: I think he he wants to be a Giant.
1: I agree. And uh, multiple. you've heard it from multiple people. You've heard it from multiple people. You've heard it from him. You've heard it from him. Darius Slay said that he's going to New York. They were former teammates. Just get, I I want him. I want Kenny Galladay on a three to four year deal. That doesn't break the bank, but is a, that is, that is a, what is Kenny Galladay? Appropriate value for a wide receiver of his caliber. So Kenny Galladay, Kenny Galladay, 20, last year, he's twenty-seven years old. He had last year. Five games last year. He played five games. He led the league in touchdown in twenty nineteen with, with eleven. Right? With
2: eleven, which uh, again, that's not a lot. But yeah,
1: he had back to back a thousand yard See, But the, also, Stafford was hurt in twenty nineteen for a couple, for for a little while. Also, yeah, so no,
2: like I know Kenny Galladay's is talented, I get that, but is he really a number one? Like, is he a number I, one receiver?
1: I I do think so. He's dude he, I mean the guy's pretty fast, I get it. But two fourteen. he's only 27. I mean, the guy's good. He had back-to-back seasons with 1000 yards in 18 and 19. I mean, are you paying him 20 million bucks though? He's still young, man. I think he can get a lot I and I think he can get a lot better.
2: It's a lot of money,
1: Matt. I know. That's I know, but third I, round draft pick, but uh, I mean it's a lot of money. I know, and and here's the thing: he, uh,
2: Alan Robinson's franchise tag is eighteen million bucks.
1: Is he better than Alan Robinson? I think they're pretty equal. I think they're pretty equal, to be honest. I may like Robinson a little bit more, but I think I view them as pretty equal. But here, here's the thing about Galladay that happens with the Giants: I won't be heartbroken if they don't sign him. I really won't. I won't be like yeah, sure. If will. If You're a, I'd be disappointed, but I wouldn't be like sobbing in the fetal position. I'd, <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be upset. Yeah. Curl up in the corner, only only because of how close and how certain it seemed. All of that to be for nothing would kind of suck. But I still think that with Galladay or not, they're picking a weapon at eleven because one of the dinette, one of the better weapons is going to be there at eleven. Chase Waddle Smith Pitts is going to be there at eleven. Yeah, With the amount of quarterbacks that are going to be taken, Penny Sewell, uh, Parsons, Farley, and Sertan are all possibly going in the top 10. One out of those four weapons I just listed is going to be there at 11. So either we sign Galladay and still take one of those weapons, which would be great. But if we don't sign Galladay and we still get one of those weapons, I'm okay with that. It's a cheaper option that I still think fills a similar hole. So if we end up next year with Jalen Waddle and no Kenny Galladay, that's fine. But if we end up with Jalen Waddle and Kenny Galladay and Shepard and Ingram and, and Slayton, Slayton.
0: Yeah.
1: Barkley coming back and they signed Kyle Rudolph out of nowhere. Who's a really consistent pass catching, run blocking tight end. That's, that's not a bad I, offense, man. That's really not.
2: I do not know Matt. I what, do not you
1: know what. What don't you know?
2: I'm not sure that if you don't sign Galladay, I'm not sure that you'll be able to draft one of these other wide
1: receivers. Well, okay, mock it out, mock it out. Trevor Lawrence to the Jags. The Giants have the 11th overall pick. If four quarterbacks and all four, let's say four quarterbacks and those four weapons I listed are all gone, that's eight people. That's eight draft picks. In the first eleven, so okay, so go. Zach so- Wilson,
2: Zach Wilson to the Jets. Let's just make this easy. Zach Wilson to uh, Zach Wilson to the Jets. Mm-hmm. I'll go. I'll go. Devonte Smith to the Dolphins. Okay. Um, I think that they would trade back to do this, but let's say Micah Parsons goes to the Falcons. Okay. Penny Sewell
1: to the Bengals. Yep.
2: Yep. Jamar Chase.
1: Jamar Chase to the Eagles. Okay.
2: The Lions would probably take Jalen Waddle. All right. I think that the Panthers would take one of the quarterbacks. They would take Justin Fields. If, take the three. Three. if the Broncos three. don't if the Broncos don't get Deshaun Watson, they would take Trey Lance. Mm-hmm.
1: And then that's your tango right there. So Den Den. So wait, I, I'm sorry. Who did you say Denver was taking? Trey Lance. So okay. if Denver
2: takes Trey Lance. That means the uh, Cowboys take Farley or Sertain t- would take either Farley or Sertan or they would take Kyle Pitts.
1: I know you roll your eyes, but my Cowboys gonna, didn't need CD lamb last year. And they took him anyway. I'm going to say this once. I'm going to say this once. Okay. And we had these recorded, so you can go back to it. Okay. If what you just said happens, if what you just said happens, if the mock plays out exactly how you just said, and Dallas is what is keeping the Giants from drafting Kyle Pitts. <laughs> if Dallas is the one barrier between the Giants and drafting Kyle Pitts, I will never speak to you again. <laughs> I will never speak to you again. The 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 Washington, the Washington Football Team stole Chase Young from the Giants. If Dallas steals Kyle Pitts, I may I'm never. Not, I got news for you.
2: You're not taking Kyle Pitts. What, you're happens not taking him because what happens
1: if they do? What happens if they do? What happens if he falls? Evan Ingram Hang on a minute. Evan Ingram. I, Evan Ingram might not be a giant uh, next year. Kyle Rudolph
2: and Caden Smith. You're not drafting him. You are not dra- if all three of what those guys are on the roster next year for the Giants, you are three. not drafting Kyle Pitts. What if Ingram gets traded? He won't, but what okay, if... Okay, he- then fine. Then, then yeah, then it's open for discussion. Absolutely. I don't think Evan Ingram... Listen, would- how bad... Uh, do you? Would you really be upset? Let's just pretend for a minute that the Cowboys take Kyle Pitts. Would you really be that upset if the
1: Giants got, like, Sean Slater at number 11? I wouldn't care who the Giants took at 11, but I would be irate if the Cowboys had the gall to take Kyle Pitts after... after- Nobody would stop them. After literally no one Lamb last year out of just pure gluttony, out of Jerry's pure just uh yes, another receiver. Dude, uh, I, I, I,
2: every I, I, single play there would be at least one guy open. Okay, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, and
1: Kyle Pitts. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's insane. But here's the thing, man, that really makes me think is Antique. that look at last year look at last year look at all of the rookie receivers you had judy lamb Ruggs, jefferson Rager. you had all these guys right yeah how many of them were top 10 prospects lamb was judy was rugs was so that's three right there were any of the them taken, were any of them taken in the top 10 no rugs was taken oh, in the top 10. you're right Rugs was taken at 11 or 12 by the Raiders. So does that mean Jamar Chase is going to fall to 12? I'm not saying that means it, but I'm saying that receivers are notoriously unpredictable in the draft, especially to where they get mocked to. I, I
2: agree, but this year, what else are you going to draft? I'm not saying. I'm not I, saying. I, there's, I, no, I, there's no special pass rusher that you would
1: take instead. Like, I, I, there's no Chase I, Young in this draft. There's I, no... I, I agree. It's a, it's a, it's a particularly weak defensive draft, but that doesn't mean that team like a teams this year are starving for a quarterback more than ever. So there are going to be more quarterback needy teams in the first, in the the first round of this draft. Yes. Then receiver needy teams. Yeah. If I don't know with four elite prospects with Pitts, waddle, chase and Smith, I don't think it's completely out of the realm of possibility that one of them falls to 11 at the Giants. Yeah. See, look, just look at this for a minute.
2: So last year, you had five defensive players taken in the top 10. You had five defensive players. Chase Young, Derek Derek Brown, Brown. Isaiah Simmons, and CJ Henderson all got taken in the top 10. Yeah. And you had two offensive linemen, Andrew Thomas and Jedrick Wills. So. and three quarterbacks, Joe Burrow, Herbert. To, uh, Justin Herbert, and that that made up your top 10, mm-hmm. right? Then Mekhi Becton went to the Jets at 11, and then it was Henry Ruggs, the first wide receiver to the Raiders at 12. I, 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 that's not the structure of this year's draft, though. Yeah, Right? Like, it's just not. I mean, this year, uh, there is no elite defensive player, and in reality... There really is only one elite offensive line prospect. And there's four quarterbacks. So, I don't know. Like, I can't, I don't think, I don't think that there will be a top, uh, there will not be a defensive player taken in the top five and maybe not even the top ten.
1: What is that? Oh, you can hear that? That's uh, my garage door. That's my, <laughs> my, room, my room is above the garage. Yeah, my house isn't getting leveled or anything. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> uh, no, listen to me, man. The The Cowboys would be fools, fools not to draft the cornerback if they don't sign a guy like Kyle Fuller. They missed, uh, Peter, Patrick Peterson went to Minnesota. Uh, I know Steven Nelson, the, he's been given permission to seek a trade. They've playing they- about that. Yeah. The
2: Cowboys have been tied to Keanu Neal. They've yeah. been tied to DeMonte KZ. Well, those are the,
1: the Dan Quinn connections.
2: Right. Right. So I think at least one of those is going to happen. Right. One of those is going to happen. They're going to want to sign a safety. Um, right. Well, hey. yes, you're probably right. The need filler would be to take Patrick Sertan or Caleb Farley. But yep. I don't know. You can't tell me that Jerry Jones is going to look at Kyle Pitts in the face while he's sitting on the board, look at his film, and say, nah. Like, no, he's he's going to look at him and he's going to say, could you imagine what Dak Prescott? We'd look like a genius giving Dak Prescott $40 million bucks." There it is. That's the reason. That's the reason. That's the reason why they would take Kyle Pitts. The Cowboys would take Kyle Pitts to justify giving Dak $40 million bucks. That's what they would do. Give him a ridiculous, pretty much ensure that Dak Prescott wins MVP next year. His completion percentage with Kyle Pitts is going to be like 75%, and he's going to throw for 7 trillion yards and 40,000 touchdowns. Like, could you, you can't even deny that, Matt. Dak Prescott would have an unreal season next year. Unreal. And I, I, I told you over and over again, he's overpaid. But with that offense, he's due for an insane year.
1: I'm not denying it. I just don't want to think about it. Yeah, that's I'm part not, of too. I I'm thought. not poisoning my brain with that kind of talk. With that nonsense. With that absolute hogwash that you're <laughs> trying to put out into the universe. Just stop it.
2: Aye, aye, aye. Whatever. Wow, this was, this was the most unorganized show I think we've ever had. Yeah, but we just kind of went at it. There was <laughs> no organization. Like we talked about, Deshaun Watson—that was that was planned out. But after that, the show was just kind of off the rails. That was it. We went on um, a tangent. Well, what do you expect? <laughs> I mean, you getting to the point where you're going to talk, not going to talk nothing but draft stuff anyway. This is my favorite time of the year. It's Christmas in April.
1: Oh, it's it's awesome. Gonna- also- it's All right. You know you what know, wouldn't be great if the Cowboys signed if the Cowboys drafted Pitts. That I got
2: so great. excited I missed my second uh American betting expert spot. Uh don't tell my bosses. We'll see you on Monday.